The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello and welcome to Miles to Memories. I'm Sean Coomer, your host, joined as always by Joe Chung and Mark Osterman. And we have a great show for you today. We went a little bit off the rails, but it's a good one. We're going to discuss retention offers. What are the latest offers that we've gotten, plus our resource on the website where you can check all of the latest data points that we've received. Then we're going to talk about a gift card play that recently died, what it was, why I was doing it, and what you should know about always having a plan B. Then we'll discuss some changes in cities' application language and whether they mean anything or not. We have rapid fires and a lot more. If you like the show, please consider subscribing. mtmpodcast.com is where you can go to subscribe. You can also find links for credit cards or other products we talk about on the show. If you're interested in diving in deeper into the world of miles and points, we have our Patreon as well, patreon.com forward slash miles to memories. Thanks so much for listening. Let's hit it. How has your week been, uh, Mark and Joe? How's the weather up there in Boston? Pretty chilly today. It was like 50 and overcast, so it felt like, you know, my body's not... uh ready for this yet but you know it's been okay it was like 70 on saturday it's gonna be 70 again tomorrow wednesday so it's that like weird time right now so fall's nice up here though of course what about you mark it's yeah about the same same as boston this weekend was really nice uh we were up north which means like an hour away from detroit went out to the cottage got some stuff set up it was nice enough that uh, we went to the beach hung out the kids got to walk you know, in the water, even though it was freezing, uh, my son doesn't care. He'll get into it, whatever it is. So, you know, they got up to like ankle depth. It wasn't like anything major, but they were splashing around and digging holes and all kinds of stuff. So that was pretty nice. Had our first fire, you know, Sean loves fire. So we had a celebratory fire for him um, in honor of Sean. Did that, burned up a whole bunch of stuff and had a good weekend. A little tired, but We'll make it do. I think we already rented it out two weeks from now, potentially, which is kind of surprising. Wasn't expecting to do that till next year. So making that money, yo. <laughs> nice dollar bill, y'all. No, it's funny that anytime anything in life, like I bought a fire pit last year. As people listen to the show, they heard that. And now Mark is like Mr. Fire Pit. He has fire pits everywhere. So every time he lights a fire, he sends me a picture of it. And uh, so that's just like anything. Anytime you you kind of do something. Yeah, uh, he uh, he'll send you a picture. But I like that, to beat looks, things to I mean, death, like uh, like I'd beat a dead horse. And so. I I like that too. I like to beat <laughs> things to death too. So we'll just keep beating each other to death uh, with our terrible senses of humor until the end of time. And that's how it's going here. Uh, but yeah, nothing going on here. I just uh, spent my weekend at home. After a few days on the strip, I had a detox a little bit. A few days on the strip where Sean, for like the 17th time, has forgot to get me the one thing I asked him. I, I think I sent you three messages this time. Hey, be sure you get a picture of the Diamond Celebration dinners. So so this is what happened. So the, and the funny thing is the time I was on the strip before, I actually got you the picture and I thought I had sent it and then we didn't get it. But it's because I'm down there with like gear and stuff like that. I, a lot of times I don't carry my wallet because in case it gets lost or something's stolen and... 
Um, and I have, you know, my rig and all that. And so that's generally why I don't get it in the moment that you tell me. And then I always forget later. But we we need Rick to come more yeah, often said, to Vegas he so you can get those. He said, I think, I think Rick is there more often than me. You should just ask him to get you a picture of it. Is, uh, but, is this a picture for the Rick site? Says, yeah, for an, yeah. the post we have on the site, the celebration dinner locations. Because some of them have been closed and they're slowly opening up. Rick says in the live chat, I'll send it. <laughs> I have a list. Perfect. Rick's saving the day. Wait, so remind me where you stayed. I stayed at Planet Hollywood the first night that it was reopened, and uh, I'll have a video of it uh, later this week on the YouTube channel. I also walked the strip at midnight, and we'll have a video of that as well, because I know a lot of people are concerned if it's safe, so I figured I'll walk the strip. So I walked from Planet Hollywood all the way up past Harrah's, essentially, and then kind of crossed right at the, the north end of Mirage and then came all the way back down and from about 1130 to 1230. I think this is interesting. I'm not usually out that late <laughs> on the strip, but... You're in the danger zone in Vegas. There's a lot of people that are just hanging around. That's what's different now. I kind of figured that out is people don't have things... You know, it's not the same people that want to be in the casino gambling and drinking and doing all that. They're just bored people that are just hanging around in groups on the sidewalks everywhere. This is a perfect segue. So after we referenced that I got punched in the face <laughs> on the strip last week, uh, people... Like, I, I got like I got like so many messages you know i don't normally get a lot of feedback i got like multiple messages about like you got punched in the face on the strip you know so i cannot remember mark sean and i know for sure that i've told the story to them we can't remember if we told it on this podcast so i'll retell it like really quickly like the short version i flew into vegas like normal landed at like nine or ten like it normally is from the east coast met up with my buddy we were waiting for our two other buddies to come in and so we were walking on the strip and so we were passing by planet hollywood which was the Aladdin at the time, right? That's the same hotel. Yes, it is. So I was passing by the Aladdin and yeah, there was just like, like you said, I don't know, maybe in the early 2000s, it was like it is now because there was just like a bunch of dudes like just hanging around and weed wasn't legal at the time. So they're just hanging around, just sitting there. And this dude starts eyeing me and my friend and he starts like skulking up towards us. Like that's the verb that I use. He's like walking up towards us and he starts walking towards my friend uh, and then I guess my friend just like kept it moving and like walked faster to get past him. But then I was like, oh, I don't know if this guy is going to like go after my friend or whatever. So I looked at this dude in the eye and then boom, he just jabbed me in the face with his elbow. And he just, I was just like, I was just like, I got jabbed in the face of the elbow and then he just walked away. I walked away like nothing happened. I just kept walking. And so, yeah, I got punched in the face on the strip. So, uh, yeah, our joke amongst my friends is that I have a very punchable face because, I mean, I did not. <laughs> no words were exchanged in this entire exchange. Like eye contact was made. But, you know, we were it's like it's like we were, uh, you know, wild animals or something like that. We just exchanged eye contact. There was a. You know, a little bit of a show who the alpha dog was. It was not me. <laughs> so then I kept going. Was, I'm going to elbow you. Oh, oh. I wonder if we told Moving the story on. when I was talking about in New York where I almost got attacked by that guy on the street back in January. Maybe that's when you told that story because it's very wait, similar wait, wait, wait. to that. That does not uh, – that's not ringing any bells for me. Well, I don't want to tell another story. I basically, the same, New York this, story. There was this homeless guy that basically almost killed me on the street and I – Yelled out to a couple NYPD cops that were not far away to kind of save me because this guy was just whacked out. And very similar kind of to that. I was just walking down the street and he luckily he didn't hit me, though. What? Lucky for him. Is this a, this is a different him. dude than the uh, the guy that gave you a bag, tried to give you a bag of weed when you were with Danny the Deal Guru walking around New York? 
Yeah, different trip too. Like I had a, an amazing last year in New York because both of those things happened. Well, yeah, the DDG thing was a little bit more than a year ago now. But New York is a is a fine city. So is Las Vegas. And if you want to be out walking on the street, Joe, you got to take what comes with it. Yeah, well, now I'll be wearing a mask so people can't see my face. So maybe they won't punch me. You know, who knows? We'll see. <laughs> For the record, I don't think you have a punchable face. I don't think you have a punchable face. So just thanks, Sean. Put that coming from you. That means a lot. Better. Yeah. Well, you're lucky, like, uh, they didn't break your glasses or something. That would have ruined a trip. Oh, yeah. I mean, back then, I always wore contacts. You know, I, I put my contacts on today to cut my hair, and I can't wear contacts for, like, longer than four hours now. Uh, it makes my eyes hurt. I was going to show up with contacts and, you know, look all nice for you guys. But instead, I changed into my pajamas, and I'm just doing that <laughs> instead. <laughs> but we appreciate you that. You your COVID best. And before you go to hey, bed, these are- let's, let's actually record a show here. These are first-class pajamas. I don't remember. I think they might be British Airways. I can't remember. But, you know, they're first-class pajamas, not just, like, random If they're pajamas. not Cathay first-class pajamas, they're not pajamas. I know. True. True. Those are my favorite pajamas. Mark, uh, you didn't get any on your – they didn't – I don't think they gave pajamas on that. Yeah. I got them. Oh, you did? You got them? I got them. Uh, and then I got an extra pair for Kirsten, too. And Joe was asking me to get him a pair, too, but I, I gave it to my wife instead. Butthead. <laughs> Those are the best. I have several pairs and – Especially the pants. I don't care about the tops, but the pants, I just love them. Yeah, me too. You know, I was thinking about this. Have they restored – have you guys been paying attention? Like, have they restored service in business class and first class cabins to be, like, somewhat normal? Like, I I remember, like, early on in the pandemic, they were just giving, like, prepackaged meals and stuff like that. Like, so I'm, I was wondering whether first class and business class – Ian flew economy, right, to Turkish – to Turkey, so we wouldn't know. But, you know, I've been curious, like, what's that experience like right now? Anyway, maybe for another time or someone in the chat can tell us. I wrote up uh, one, a buddy flew to Amsterdam in first class, but this was back in, like, April, late April, early May. I'm not sure. I think it was, like, semi-service. It wasn't full-blown, but I'm sure it's completely different now. So my feeling is that it's back to somewhat normal. Yeah, it's when you when you see the lounges are starting to reopen, well, I know that's a rapid fire for later, but that's sign that things are moving in that direction anyway, which is good. I guess it's good. I mean, I guess it depends on how you look at things, but uh, let's get into the show and talk retention offers. This week, uh, you updated, Mark, on the site, our ongoing resource that we have listing all of the retention offer data points that we kind of get from readers, from our own stuff, and you updated it this week. And we wanted to highlight the guide and then kind of go over, I guess, some of the, the more recent data points, right? Yeah, I actually have a few uh, myself. Uh, this past week, I had to I had to burn some wife points and get her to call in. So, but it was on the way to the cottage, so she was in a good mood. So that worked out well in my favor. But city, I'm writing up an article about it. Uh, city premiere, I had like this perfect plan where I held the card for two years so I could sign up for another one, and then city rejected me. <laughs> so they they pretty much. Uh, destroyed my plan. So I called for a retention offer because my, my original plan was you can only sign up every 24 months for a thank you card bonus. So you can you can downgrade at you know 12 months, but there's a chance that that will reset the clock if they give you a new card number. So I didn't want to mess with that. I just paid the $95 annual fee. Then when the two years came around, the second annual fee posted, I was going to sign up for a new city premiere, which would be eligible for a bonus. And then once I get approved, I would downgrade the old card to like a rewards plus for the 10k bonus 
points back and redemptions and stuff like that. So I had this whole perfect plan out, and then they rejected me. So which has never happened with City. Um, I guess I've I, I've heard from others that they're getting more strict. So I went to Plan B and called them for a retention offer. They gave me a, a offer for five thousand points after one thousand dollars in spend. I can pair that up with a five time offer that I have on that works at like, like electronic stores and and stuff like that uh, in toy stores. So I should be able to get like 7,500 points off of $1,000 in spend, which pretty much offsets the annual fee. And then I'm going to try again in, you know, three to six months or whatever. I called Bank of America for Virgin Atlantic, got nothing. They told me, sorry, there's nothing we can do for you. So I closed that. And then my wife called on her Aspire, which I had kind of come to the point that I was just going to close it if we didn't get something. Uh, you know, another annual fee that I'm paying for that we're not really using. And, and with the resort credit ending where you could use it on restaurants and stuff, if that was still going on, I probably would have kept it easily, but that ended a couple months ago. So she got a 10K offer for doing nothing, no spend uh, required. So it's only like $50 worth of stuff, but it was enough to kind of push us over the edge to to keep it. So we're going to roll with that one more year and, and see how it plays out. Hopefully next summer we can use the resort credit and the free night and everything. So that's a plan. How about you guys? Have you had any recent retention offers? No, I haven't. But I didn't I see on Frequent Miler the other day, didn't they talk about an offer that they got with City via chat? Did you see that article? I did not. Always a reminder that there's interest. Maybe it wasn't City. Maybe it was America. I don't remember. We'll have to maybe. Yeah, I know. American, that's a bit, been a big thing with American Express. In the past, you could never get a retention offer on chat. But I think that's changed somewhat um, in the last like three, four weeks. I think Doctor of Credit was the first one to report that. I think okay. Chuck reported that. And I've seen some reports from other ones. I think Aaron and our uh, Diamond group had had one with that. So that's kind of nice. I, I always start with chat first, which I did with her Aspire card, because anytime you can get your wife not to have to call in is a is a good day. So I put on my Kirsten wig and log into her account and get on chat and say and they say, hey, Kirsten, how are you doing today? And I say, I'm doing great. I want a retention offer. Uh, they said they couldn't do anything. So I had her call in. So I would say start with the chat because it's easiest if they if you get something great. If not, then call in because they're still seeing different stuff. And they actually made her go through the cancellation process before they would even pull up offers. So I, I've heard of that before something a little bit newer. So they had to go through the whole process. And then once they were ready to cancel, that offer came up. I have not called for retention offers re- lately, but uh, a couple things happened to me that might be useful for people to know or just little reminders. So MX actually emailed me my business platinum annual fee is coming up and they emailed me and people had written about this, but it hadn't happened to me personally, but they were like, hey, uh, just so you know, we're giving you a $200 credit for your card. So thanks for being a loyal customer. And they were, I think they said something in there like, we know your annual fee is coming up or whatever. So here's $200. So that was good. And then I'm planning to call for retention on that card still, but uh, it hasn't come up yet. Like the email came like about a month before the annual fee is supposed to hit. And then I also called about my personal platinum card. And she was like, you know, you... Uh, you got a retention offer from us 12 months ago. And then then I remembered that with Amex, if you've gotten a retention offer, you need to wait over 13 months to call again. So it'll be over 13 months for the personal platinum when I'm going to call for the business platinum. So I'll probably do both at the same time. Like with anything in this hobby, you get what you put into it. I know that some of us are more aggressive about doing retention offers than others, but it's certainly low-hanging fruit if if you're willing to get on the phone or like Mark said, even chat and... Tons of data points, so check out the article. We'll put the link in the description. And, I, had a, uh, I had a question for it. Joe. Oh, okay. Joe, what do you do for Jess when when you have a retention offer on her um, 
on her cards do you ask her to call because i know like sean jasmine calls no problem kirsten usually it's okay but do you do the thing where i know some people will have their spouse call and say hey will you talk to my significant other and they give them authorization or sometimes you're just listening on next to them sitting next to them and stuff so what do you do with a with your spouse yeah it's got to be really worth it so normally i just cancel the card (laughs) You know, forget the retention <laughs> offer. <laughs> it's just like, it's well, just like, uh, I'm not burning not, my points on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, 10,000 10, points, not worth it. Okay. That's, that's not worth 10,000 wife points is worth way more than 10,000, especially Hilton points in your example. But yeah, sometimes I'll do, it really depends on how she's feeling and, you know, what time of the year. In the summer, I can have her call whenever I want. You know, she's got like no stress. Yeah. And she's like very chill. <laughs> the teacher she can call whenever she wants. But then uh, in the fall, it's like terrible. And I'm just, I'll either just cancel the card or like we, like we're in Massachusetts. So we can wait a couple months and get it back prorated or I'll have her, you know, she doesn't even like, if she's going to talk to them and tell them to let me do it, she, she'd rather just do it herself. Like she doesn't, cause I don't know about you, but when I asked them, when I asked Jess to do the authorization, I'm like standing over her shoulder, like just <laughs> waiting for her to finish. And she's just like, get away from me. Like, I can't deal with this. So yeah, it's a uh, all sorts, but you know, whatever works, it's, it's got play by ear kind of thing, but you know, she has so few credit cards or since I'm signing up for so few, you know, I don't have to cancel for her as often anymore. So it's a lot, it's a lot uh, less stressful in this household these days. Worth it for the family. I used to work in a call center and every once in a while we would get, it would be a woman's name and a guy would be on the phone. And, you know, legally there's really nothing you can do as long as they verify the account. And so you would just like make sure you verified three or four different times on for the recording if they ever listened back to it. And then you just do what they had, what you had to do. So it was pretty common that people would call in for their spouses and stuff like that and just pretend to be them. I tell Jasmine all the time, just pretend to be me, just pretend to be me. And she says, no. I got kind of a funny, uh, now that that brought me back something, when I first called City, I had grabbed the wrong Premier card. Like I had grabbed my authorized user card on Kirsten's account when I was calling, planning on calling for my account and I didn't check the numbers on the back and stuff. And I had closed that, we had closed that account like three, four months ago. So, you know, basically it was a, a defaulted closed account or whatever. So I'm calling, I'm going through the thing. I talked to the first person. I said, hey, I want to see if I have a retention offer. He's like, okay, let me send you the apartment. So I get on with the retention lady and I give all the info and she asks me these questions and like starts asking me questions that's about my wife. And I'm like, oh, I have the wrong account. And she just keeps asking me questions. And I'm like, no, this is, you know, I want to talk about my account. I called on the wrong one. So we get through and she's like, okay, how can I help you with this account? And I'm like, well, I called about a retention offer. She's like, okay, let, well, let me check. I'm like, no, this this account's closed. Like, I'm, can I get to the other account? And she keeps asking me more questions. So I just said, you know what? I'll call back. So I hung up and called. Dude, I would just straight up hang up. I would just hang up. I'm just like, no, I'm not, not going to deal with this. I was just figuring we could switch over to my account, and that was not working. She was just on the script and would not get off this. Okay, can you verify this? Can you verify that? And I'm like, I already told you that I don't want to talk about this account. Hanging up is an underappreciated strategy. I mean, sometimes you just have to hang up and get somebody else. Sometimes they just don't understand you. You don't mesh. We can blame it on them all you want, but maybe blame it on yourself. But uh, just sometimes that connection needs to be cut. And I take no blame in this. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just trying to be uh, trying to be uh, neutral and not condemning. You're uh, you're supporting your call worker. I will say that when I worked at a call center. I work with some terribly rude people that were very terrible to customers and they did things that just blew my mind and got away with it. Yeah, it always sort of uh, blew my mind how kind of negative and mean these people were to customers. So you get jaded. 
I feel like every week we're peeling off another layer of the Sean Onion. You know, he's a realtor. You know, I found that out. Now I know he's a call center. <laughs> I'm not a realtor. He was, 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 was a mortgage. No, he I'm was. Armchair he realtor. was. He, he was. He was. Oh yeah, he was a mortgage. I was a loan person. officer. Sorry. I was a loan officer. Yeah. So we're just like slowly peeling layer by layer this onion. You know, I can't wait to. I can't wait to hear what job. To, oh, IHOP manager. You know, I can't wait to hear what job uh, I find out about. I can't next. believe he's never worked at Disneyland. Like, what? What's up with that? I did when we got back from our big, retirement around job. the world trip. No, I told Jasmine I was like, "Let's go to Orlando because I want to go work at Disney World." And she said, "No, I got over." She it's overruled like, me. Instead of like most most old uh, men go become a starter at a golf course, Sean's gonna go be a greeter at Disney World. <laughs> I will. Why not, dude? So many people do that. So like oh, a I lot. Like I mean, you've you've seen lots of like older cast members at Disney and stuff like that. A lot of them are just retirees that are just you know. No, he, instead of that, he's gonna. Jasmine's gonna say no again. He'll go to the Disney store and do the opening ceremony every morning. Wait, or just just Disney the Disney section like... at Walmart. I'll just be standing there, <laughs> waving at yeah, the kids they have... at the Disney section at Walmart. Don't they have those little kiosks in Target now? You can work there. Like they oh, have yeah. this Disney store section of Target or whatever. All right, yeah, I'll you didn't know. Sorry. You didn't know Disney store has a opening ceremony. No, I didn't. I guess. I, didn't either, I guess it makes sense. Is it like a? Is it as they as they race as they race the the gate as they race the chain link gate? They, like, they play they play when you wish upon a star at nine a.m. Something like that. They uh, I don't really remember. I've only done it once because uh, it's right by their school. So like when I drop off my son at school, uh, one of the other parents that had kids the same age, we'd go just hang out. Like when they're going to half day we'd just go hang out at the mall for like two three hours because they had like an indoor play area and stuff so she's like oh let's go to the disney store they have this big opening you know we go all the time and they pick one kid so there'll be like five or six kids staying outside and they pick one kid to wear like the robe and stuff and do the opening ceremony and all kinds of weird (laughs) weird stuff but i can't believe i'm the only one that knows this but thanks yeah we have established this week that you are a huge disney nerd you want to deny it but you're a nerd (laughs) You try to be all cool, like, no, you're a nerd. You were at the opening ceremony of the Disney store. I mean, how nerdy is that? I'm totally a daughter, man. I mean, when you when you're at the mall playground for so long, you you'll do anything just to get up and move. And we also yeah. learned that you like to hang out at the mall too for a few hours while we while you're waiting for your kids. So <laughs> I mean he's from Cinnabon, New Jersey. Cinnabon and Annie Ann's. What what more do you want? Yeah, mall rats, yeah. right? Yeah, from New Jersey. <laughs> all right, I can see the live chat numbers going down. Very quickly as we're talking about this. So let's move on. All right. Well, let's uh, talk about something spending related and something that Benji wrote. And we talked something that Benji wrote on the site uh, about Walmart gift cards and how they're kind of devalued now. And because if you didn't know, Walmart gift cards actually worked at least at Sam's Club, but I believe also at Walmart to buy third party merchant gift cards. And we know that a lot of that's dead now. We haven't, I think the only thing we haven't confirmed yet is that Walmart gift cards might work for other gift cards in a Walmart store, but as far as online and Sam's Club, it's dead. And what I was actually doing, and Joe knows about this, I was cashing out shop your thank you points for shop your way points to Walmart gift cards. So from thank you to shop your way to Walmart gift cards, and then using those Walmart gift cards to buy Disney gift cards on samsclub.com. And it sounds way too complicated and you know, it probably was a little bit too complicated, but it actually, once you got it figured out, it was actually fairly quick. And it took, I don't know, a few hours for the Disney gift cards to come. So it wasn't, you would just do one order whenever you had time to kind of do it. And, uh, but that's now dead and you can't do it anymore. And it just gave me a kind of a reminder to let people know two things. 
there's always little plays that you may not know about. Like in this case, Walmart gift cards working for third-party gift cards. Um, but also you need to have a plan B. Like I personally right now have a lot of Walmart gift cards that I had not yet converted to Disney gift cards. Thankfully, I have a way to liquidate them and everything else. But things can go wrong at any time. Things can change at any time right in the middle of a deal. That's what happened to me. Neither one of you guys did this, right? Neither one of you guys were in on using Walmart gift cards on no. Sam's Club, right? No, I mean, because there was no third party. If if I was big into Disney, that where Sean tries to say I am, but I don't ever stay on Disney property, so I don't need thousands of dollars of gift cards. But if I did, it would have been good play. You know, most of the other stuff at Sam's Club, like restaurant gift cards and stuff that you're getting, you know, 10% off or whatever, you usually can do better other places. But I think Benji said that when you stack that deal with transferring to shop your way points into gift cards gives you like 1.2 cents per point. Then if you're using the Rewards Plus, you're getting a 10% of that back, which jumps it up. And then what are Disney cards at Sam's Club? Were they like 3% off or 4% yeah, off? Yeah, a couple percent off, yeah. So you're yeah, not paying so full face value. Four, yeah. It, end, it ends up working out to like close to 1.4 cents per point, which is which is pretty good for thank you points. So it's a really good play for anybody interested in it, doing like Disney cruises and stuff. But yeah, there's all these little things that you just test things out and see what works sometimes. But it's also, I mean, a good play if people aren't doing the shop your way thing. I mean, it's it's a decent value if you want to just use it at Walmart. You can still do cash out for Walmart gift cards. So if you wanted to use that to supplement your everyday spend or get free groceries or, you know, use your points towards things other than travel, that's still a, a good option. It's still like 1.3, 1 a little bit over 1.3 cents per point if you're pairing it with the Rewards Plus. So still a really good option. I'm guessing... Your backup plan is like just for reselling. You're just going to buy product at Walmart. Is that mostly what it's going to be? Well, I could sell the gift cards on raise, but I'd have to pay fees there, my bulk selling fees. I could sell them. I probably going to end up just selling them to the reselling business, which will then use them to buy. Yeah, because they're they're actually my personal cards in my own name. You know, I, uh, they're not owned by the business, but I could sell them to the business. So there's a few options. I kind of knew that going in that if I was going to amass this many Walmart gift cards, that there was a chance that this could happen. I just happen to spend a lot of money at Walmart anyway, so that kind of worked out. But you could just send mine and Joe's kids some toys too, you know. <laughs> I'll think about that. I'll think about that. I you made the joke you should just buy kids. everybody in Vegas a Sam's Club hot dog deal. <laughs> Go randomly stand at the uh, at the uh, food court. You get a dollar fifty hot dog, far. and you get a dollar yeah. fifty hot dog. Wait, so is Sam's say- Club's hot dogs as good as Costco hot dogs? No, like quality wise, no. Yeah, well, they use, uh, they use. I think they use Nathan's, which are pretty they're, good. They're you know? solid, except for one time at a Sam's Club, I got a hot dog that I bit into, and in the center of it was a little bit mold. So I will never eat Sam's Club hot dogs again. But before that, they were they were perfectly fine. Yeah, they use Nathan's. They still have a Polish dog, but their buns are terrible. They're always stale. And yeah, they're always like, like wet almost, and they stick to the hot dog. So Costco is better overall, but if you're in a pinch, Sam's Club is okay. I'm incredibly sorry I asked. Costco has onions too, which uh, Sam's Club doesn't, doesn't have them. The Maybe they have them the, the counter. And if you get some help, I really don't go to the. It's a mustard and some stuff, ketchup. It's been years. What did I tell you about those live? What I tell you about those live chat numbers, guys? <laughs> we're just we're just Costco trying to get to get rid of them. It's like know? the people that go to Subway and are like, "Yeah, let me get a ham and cheese, and then put like that and that and that and that." And they basically get like a side salad. That's how you do it, baby. That's what apps are nice. Oh, God, we're way off topic here. But apps are nice for like fast food places now because it's so much easier to customize your food to do stuff where you don't want to go into like order something and say, okay, know this, add that. 
But if you just do it in the app, who cares, you know? Unless it's Popeye's where they just shut off their app because they don't want any more people showing up. That, that chicken sandwich is good. All it right. is good. But anyway, so this is just kind of a reminder. Well, if you were doing Walmart gift cards, it's sad that it's over. But a reminder to kind of pay attention, tweak. If there's a store that you can get their gift cards kind of at a cheap and they sell other gift cards, you know, test it out. See if maybe you can roll gift cards because there are certain stores where it works less and less these days. Many of those options have died. Like GameStop used to be a one. Now I think it's still possible in some cases, but they they limit the brands. And uh, we were, yeah, there's others uh, that I, I don't really do it. That was the only one I was doing, but uh, kind of look at that. And yeah, Meyer was a big one for me. And that's that died a while ago. Best Buy was another really big one that died like a year ago or so. That was an easy one because you could always like those Amex offers or stuff like that. Or if you're at Lowe's, buy a Best Buy gift card and then use that to buy Amazon or whatever. So that was a big one that died. Yeah. Once you start to learn to like think about these gift cards in a little bit of a different way, then you can start to see see the deals and then see maybe some opportunities that can present themselves or at least be ready when that opportunity does present itself. So I think that's anything else to add on this, guys, before we move on to our... I think the... What would you say is the best gift card deal that died? Like rollover? Like eBay? I feel like eBay was the best. When you could use eBay gift yeah. cards, you got a discount on discounted third-party gift cards, which for some reason eBay took away getting eBay bucks and Portal and using eBay gift cards, and now there's no gift card deals on eBay anymore, which it, there used to be tons of them. So they took away yeah. all the good stuff. So I don't understand why there wouldn't be more deals since they should be more profitable, but whatever. Rest in peace, eBay. I think the best the best stacking I ever did with that was there was one time where Kroger had a $10 off $50 eBay coupon for eBay gift cards. And so I bought a bunch of $50 eBay gift cards at 20% off at Kroger and then used those for other gift cards. Those were the days, my friends. Those were the days. Talking about those were the days, City changed some credit card language. Again, uh, things seem to get uh, stricter and stricter. Mark, what do they what do they do? I'm like totally blanking here as to what the change was. I read it just. It was weird because when I was doing my whole City Premier plan that was foiled by my rejection, I pulled up the application and I found this. There was new terms at the top of it. You know, they have the 24 month language, which is normal. But this one said bonus thank you points are not available if you received a new card member bonus for a City Premier card within the first three months of account opening, which was really kind of surprising to see. It's it's pointed at a, a certain play, I believe, at least. Uh, somebody mentioned maybe it was in the article, people that were signing up for the card and then closing it before the annual fee post. I don't think that's what it's aimed at. It's aimed at a different play with City, which I don't want to go into detail on because I don't know if it's still active or not. If you know about it, then you know what I'm talking about. But the interesting thing was I found it on this one link when I went to apply, but I didn't see it on the Prestige or any of the other city thank you cards. And then some of the other premieres, I, I searched just like city premiere on Google and clicked a whole bunch of links and it didn't come up on some of those. So it's just on like one link that I found right now. So it could be an error or, but it's at the top of the terms page. So I found it interesting. I don't know if it's going to roll out to more of the cards, but it is something that, you know, it it shuts down like another avenue of people that were, were doing something that you could get, you know, a little extra play out of it. So in the past, we have seen them like roll out language to one application and then eventually it kind of spreads to everything else. So this certainly could be what that is, but it is sort of strange to read it as it is written because it's, you know, the sign up bonus is generally yeah. within the first three months. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. And then it, you have the 24 month language at the bottom. Mm -hmm. So like you would think it kind of canceled it out unless they're pinpointing this one certain thing, which 
even if they are, I don't know that city IT is good enough to handle it, but maybe this is just a way that they can come back and, and refuse bonuses like a la AMX. But I don't know the even the wording of it is just strange, but I wanted people to be aware of it. I think they are trying to shut down that play. I just don't understand. Like why is city IT so bad at this? It does not seem like the most complicated thing to shut down. But instead of shutting it down, they add this complicated term language. Because to me, what it says is them adding in that language means they haven't figured out how to shut it down on the technical side yet. And so they want to go back and shut it down. Uh, You know, they'll probably eventually figure it out. But it's just like City is just so bad just Why can't they just hire somebody from like Chase or Amex that knows how to do things? (laughs) Yeah, or hire, I don't know, hire like... (laughs) Oh, a white hat hacker or something like <laughs> somebody like yeah like this is like your this is your job how are you so bad at this i just don't understand with city but you know it is a shame they also haven't figured out just like american express that they can just do whatever they want and so they keep trying to cover their their butts but they should just you know american express figured they could just do whatever they want and take stuff away from people and there's nothing anybody could do about it so i wonder yeah, I how long that- it takes city to figure that out well, see, I think the difference is City might know that they can take stuff away, but I think they don't know which buttons to push to take <laughs> points away from people. Like they don't, they don't, like they don't physically know. I mean, I'm joking, but like I think they're just not organized enough. Like Amex, you know, if you think about it, like logistically, Amex having that rat team now has empowered like a single department to do all this stuff. My guess is with City is it's like one of those right hand doesn't know what the left hand is doing situations. So like. They don't have anyone kind of centrally in control of like dealing with these uh, gaming issues or whatever. So, you know, it's just it just means they're badly run and badly organized. And Amex, unfortunately, is like well organized, which is why they can, you know, take stuff away from us. And City is a much bigger bang, too. And just there are much more. I mean, American Express is definitely international. So but City is just much more of a branch bank, I guess. They're just a much bigger operation, I think, overall. I guess that makes some sense. But yeah, I just think they must have some sort of technology that's that they you know can't get rid of that kind of keeps everything terrible on the back end and keeps, I guess, some opportunities that they keep having to close. But be aware of that. Always a good reminder, Mark, to read applications, even though you might know what the rules are, even though you might yeah, which, you know, know everything. Read the application before you apply. Which I should have done today with my U.S. bank card. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, uh, baby steps, right? Baby I don't know steps. if Joe saw this in the uh, the Slack chat or, or in Facebook chat, but, you know, U.S. bank rolled out pretty good offers on their business card a couple, like a couple months ago, like I think around April or whatever, like $500 bonus on one of their cards, $750 bonus on the other. So I assumed it was still the same offer. And with, uh, we have to buy some stuff for the cottage. So I was like, oh, perfect time to get a new card for my wife. Loaded it up, it said all the stuff, and it said, plus earn $500, you know, up to $500 bonus or whatever. And I'm like, oh, that, it's still good. Okay, go. I applied, got appro- she got approved, and, and then I go back, and I'm like, oh, yeah, is it three grand or 4500 I couldn't remember what the spend was. So I go back to the application, and it's up to $500, 3% back <laughs> on your spend up to $500. So they changed the terms, but the, the wording was still, like, tricky enough that... If you just read the bold print, you would assume it's the $500 bonus. So they, I have to imagine that they did that on purpose. And uh, they totally got me. So I'm planning on just never activating that card. <laughs> Gotta love U.S. Bank. I mean, that is the bank that you have to love to hate. I won't get into I mean, my recent experiences with them, but they three, suck. Yeah, 3% back is a, is a good offer. It's good for like the yeah. first six months, but... 
she got like a three thousand dollar limit so it's like really what you know what am i going to do with that and i was just kind of upset about it so i got her a different card instead (laughs) well maybe next week on the podcast we're running a little long i'll tell you my u.s bank story how when i log into the account it shows that i have zero balance Although they said I was 30 days late on something. And yeah, it was crazy. U.S. Bank, you talk about IT. They they make City look good. Uh, for sure with their website. All right, let's get into uh, rapid fires. Mark, start us off with uh, some good news on the lounge front. American Express announced today that they opened up a couple more of the Centurion lounges at, in Charlotte and then in San Francisco. And they have a couple open already, and but most of them are still closed. And just to throw back to, I think it was last episode we talked about that you can get, some people have been able to get credit for uh, complaining about the Centurion lounges still being closed if you have a platinum card because, you know, you're paying for this and not being able to do it. A lot of times they'll say, we gave you all those credits, That was that's what that was for. But other people have gotten, you know, 5,000, 10,000 points, 1,000 points. Some people, they say, we can't do anything for that, but since you've been a customer for a long time, we'll give you a bonus so it's worth a try um, to see that's the update so they're slowly opening up more i don't know why they don't just open them all at the same time it is what it is probably local restrictions right i mean i would imagine every place has different rules and capacity things and and they probably also want to save money so they're probably looking at which airports are busier and stuff like that a place like las vegas where the traffic is probably 40 percent of what it used to be maybe that that's maybe that has an impact on it i don't know you could actually find a seat in Las Vegas now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it's uh, I always I always thought Las Vegas was one of the easier lounges to find a seat in, but you can probably find a seat uh, in it, a lot it, of it. It all depends on like the time you're flying out because there would yeah. be times that it would be wide open. There would be times that there was no seats. I mean, LaGuardia was always the worst as far as finding seats. So it's nice to see that they're um, they're redoing that one and they're going to relocate it where it's you know past security. That was another thing. I hate when a lounge is before security and then you have to kind of time it that you leave on time to go through it. So that should be a nice change size wise and dealing with security. For sure. All right. My rapid fire is just a couple weeks away till downtown Las Vegas's new casino Circa opens and Mark's going to be there. But uh, I just did a walking tour of downtown to see what it's like right before it opens. And another hotel down there, downtown Grand, which used to be known as the Lady Luck, if you are an old school Vegas fan. Lady Luck was just, like the original Fremont, right? Like one of the first ones down there? No? Yeah, I mean, it was pretty old. I think, I mean, there really hasn't been anything built since 1980. So I think everything down there is pretty old. But Which I, I do like. The, down, the, the downtown Grand's really nice inside. I haven't been up. They, they, I think they have a rooftop pool, which looks really cool, too. I haven't been up there. But the inside, we went in because we bought one of those coupon books you used to write about all the time. The Vegas coupon books. And one of the offers was to go in there and get like $25 in free bet and $15 in free play, which we should write up about that again. That is a good deal. Well, it's clear that Mark doesn't watch my videos, but if you want to watch the video that I'm talking about, there is shots of that pool area. I went and toured downtown Grand, including the brand new I haven't been up there. That's all I said. But no, I don't care if you've seen it or not. But the, uh, the downtown Grand has a brand new tower that just opened. It's really, really nice. And the rates there are like 50 bucks compared to Circa, which is 200 plus. And I was really impressed by it. I think that is the nicest hotel tower right now, downtown, at least until Circa opens. So anyway, if you're interested in what's know. going on downtown Las Vegas, check out the video. You think it's nicer than uh, Golden Nugget, like Rush yeah. Tower? I think, I think it's because it's new and more modern for sure. Yeah. I'm very excited about Circa. That pool area, which is on Miles Memory's Twitter, uh, Sean got a good view of it. Looks insane. The TV is like it's in that video too. That the YouTube video too. 
That's, okay. that's the one that I'm talking about here. All right, we get it. You want us to watch your videos, okay? No. Do it. All right, jeez. But if you want to um, see these amazing things, you can see them in the video. No, but the TV, like, have you heard how big the TV is? Is it bigger than like the one that's in the Cowboys Stadium? It looks massive. On um, I don't think um, it's that big. I mean, I've seen it in well, person. I don't. It's think, not quite I mean, that it's big. It's like a. I think it's a hundred. I think it was like a hundred and eight feet or something like that. Forget it's huge and the pools look cool i mean i'm, I'm excited the pool looks. you know what's funny excited. is i think they got their idea for the pool area from downtown grand because it looks like they took the downtown grand pool and multiplied it times six yes watch my videos but yeah it's a it's a fun video and it's kind of interesting I, I thought it was fun to document it right before circa opens because all the walls are basically down and the building's almost all done so kind of everything's going to change when it opens and check that out if you don't want to watch it you don't have to watch it it's okay Joe, what's your rapid fire? It's not okay. Thanks, Rick, for watching them all. Thank you for your permission. Yeah, so my rap- my rapid fire really quickly is uh, Benji wrote up a post about you know his upcoming credit card decisions, whether he was keeping or closing or product changing. I thought it's a good companion to us talking about retention offers today. You know, Benji always is very thoughtful about how he decides these things. So I encourage you to read it, even if you don't have the cards that he has. I think it's a, just a good reminder that we should do these inventories. And yeah, I think it is more efficient to do a bunch of cards at once. So, you know, check that out. And uh, yeah, in the show notes. Did it inspire you to do something with your reserve yet or no? I told you that's gone. It's gone. The reserve is gone. I, I, I keep waiting for this rumored reserve news to hit. And like worrying that I'm gonna have bum, you know, bum, regrets, bum. but we'll yeah, see. Yeah, that fell flat. You know, no, yeah, no I, news. I don't think I don't think it's happening. Yeah, I don't think there's any news coming, but we'll see. I could just make up a rumor right now and say on November 22nd. I, I think that's when it's gonna come. November 22nd. I just heard that rumor right there. You Be know, like the first. the Vegas Twitter guy. <laughs> All right, moving on. We'll do that for this show. Uh, One of our best, I would say. Audio listeners, you missed Sean's face there, and you would have understood exactly what he was thinking. But yes, yeah, sorry. I don't know what Sean. I was saying. I was thinking we got to close this show out, and right. uh, we have to sit through three minutes of Joe telling us everywhere. So, Joe, can... what forty-seven hundred places can they find you? Right. Yeah, so you can find me. Uh, I'm going to do them all today because okay. you guys are trolling You've me. It. So you earned it. Uh, at Joe's, God <laughs> can't even say it. It's right. At as Joe flies on social media, uh, DisneyDeciphered.com for my Disney podcast, SaveRossyObservationDeck.com for Miles and Points, and uh, TinyLetter.com slash as Joe flies. I think that's it. What about you, Mark? You can find me on Twitter at Detroit Mark. Uh, email me Mark at MilesToMemories.com. Comment on any of the articles on the website Miles to Memories. Uh, I'll get back to you there. Join our Facebook groups. You can be a Patreon. Join our Diamond group for extra access. Live chat. You could hang out with Rick talking about watching videos and all the fun stuff. Yeah. How about you, Sean? Yeah, MilesToMemories.com for thirty to fifty articles a week. Lots of great credit card stuff this past week. Uh, our contributors are doing a great job there. And if you are learning from our content, learning from the credit card stuff that we're writing, consider using our links to apply for stuff. And you can find links uh, for this show and for everything at mtmpodcast.com. And Mark and I are actually going to be launching a new show in the next couple of weeks about Las Vegas. So if you're interested in Vegas, uh, the new MTM Vegas show will be launching on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash miles to memories. Watch and, the and- damn videos. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Watch the videos. Mark won't even watch the videos he's in, I promise. I do watch them. I just put you on mute. (laughs) I don't care about that.
<laughs> I'm just I messing. I watch them all. You know I do. Because I'm going to make you take me to like Pahrump and, and Laughlin and everything when I'm there. There's there's really nothing redeeming about Pahrump. <laughs> yeah, there's the biker bar. I want to go to the biker bar. Oh, yeah. Well, that's only halfway out to Pahrump, so we don't have to go all the way out. There we go. Then we'll just turn it to Laughlin and go to the beach. Because that looks like a sweet it's beach. the other way. Well, we'll figure it out. But you'll just have anyway, to find a charging station on the way there, and we'll be good. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you next time. Bye. See ya. Planet Hollywood, which was the Aladdin at the time, right? That's the same hotel. Just yes, saying. it is. Nobody, nobody wanted to unmute. <laughs> just, just. Yes, it is. Yeah, we were both shaking our head like yes. <laughs> Remember, this is mainly an audio medium. Well, we just wanted you to take the acknowledgement and keep going. So. <laughs> okay, just say yes, it is, Sean. Yes, it is. No, no, say it, say it like.